It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Silva, thank you so much for your time and energy for being a part of the podcast today. How are you doing today, sir? I'm incredibly well. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for having me on the show. How are you, my man? I'm good. I'm good. The pleasure is all mine. Just wanted to make sure the listeners know, I deliberately did not let Silver have any FaceTime or phone time with me before this call. I wanted to expose him to the spontaneous magic that we do here at Do It With Dan. And he very graciously, very graciously agreed to do so. Uh, I would just ask, would you consider yourself a bit of an adventurer? I'd say that's an incredible understatement, Dan. Oh, yes. We're going to get some <laughs> stories now, aren't we, Silver? What's going to be first? Craziest, most adventurous thing that you've ever done. Go. <laughs> well, I think that would have to be pretty much wrapping up my property life in Edinburgh, which was mid-December last year, and setting off on volunteering my way around the world whilst I build the biggest giving platform the world has ever seen. At first, I thought that would be an incredible adventure around the globe, exploring all these wonderful new cultures and religions and and having lots of heartwarming experiences with, with wonderful local people. I had all of that, but I wasn't prepared for the inner journey, the inner adventure which has unfolded. And yeah, it's just been absolutely mind blowing. Magic, magic. I mean, I, I found out, I literally found out about your platform from Anita. Was it last last week that Anita introduced us? Right. Yes, yeah. it was indeed. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I, this is a great idea. Sign up straight. So I'm really excited about being a part of this as well. But where did it where did it come from? To, let's let the, the listeners know. Two hours. You got sixty seconds. What's the elevator pitch? Go. Well, basically, I found myself a few years ago feeling totally disconnected, very stressed out, working my ass off, and I wanted to give something to the local community. So I volunteered for my local nursing home mm-hmm. and very quickly realized the impact that I could have on 10 to 15 people within a couple hours. And then I thought, well, how much of an impact could a thousand people have or a hundred thousand people have and the numbers went absolutely through the roof so since then we've set out on creating the technology to make giving two hours to a local cause within your area literally just a few clicks away so we're working on our mvp or our pilot platform just now and getting closer and closer to literally putting this technology in everyone's pockets. Love so it. Love like, it. like Uber, you can just see all the worthy causes around you and choose the one that's either closest or the one love that resonates it. the most. Absolutely love it. I, I'm Just so you know, we've, we've got something that we're, we're finalizing ourselves um, over at Dreamer HQ, um, uh-huh. the, the Dream Incubator Network. And uh, I've heard, I, I've smelled some ridiculous synergy between the dreamer dream incubator network and what you're doing uh, over on your platform as well including the pop-ups which i will talk to you about offline because there's some scope to give you some free sponsorship on the back of what we're doing so we can uh, just work to help get your mission out there because what i'm passionate about also i've literally taken the leap myself um february i took my leap actually Fantastic. just leaving everything behind and saying 
I'm, I'm, I'm not going to resist this journey anymore. Because when you resist the journey, you just end up, it costs you, right? I, I don't know how long you, I don't know if you procrastinated or resisted yours at all, but I, I did for about six months and uh, I paid the price for it. And in the end, I was like, do you know what? Let's just go with what we know is what we're supposed to be doing anyway. We're going to be much plan. happier. <laughs> there's a lot less suffering that way as there's well. There's a lot less suffering. <laughs> and, I mean, there's fear. Fear is one of yeah. the things in the Dreamers Manifesto I talk about a lot because one of the reasons why we don't go out and go for it is that we're fearful. We're fearful of being outside of our comfort zone. We're fearful mm -hmm. of the unknown. We're fearful That's of right. what other people are going to say, you know, because a lot, I know a lot of people, they've got things they want to do, but they think, you know, I've got my full-time job. I've got a wife. I've got a girlfriend that might leave me if I decide I'm just going to go and do this big adventure. Uh, did you find that you yourself had the right support around you or? It was very difficult at first, you know, mm. my mum wasn't well and, ah. and my brother was having a pretty stressful time and yeah, it took a lot of, a lot of guts and courage to actually say, you know, this is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. you know, and I just shared as much as I could, as often as, as I could about the journey and so the could stay in, why. In the was, yeah, the more I shared the reasons why I was setting off on this mission, the more they started to understand and support me. Because I could connect with it, right? Exactly. exactly. I think c communicating your vision, I think, is one of the most important things that you can do. Um, whether it's communicating it with stakeholders or communicating it with your, your environment so that they can understand what you're going through, how they can support you. And in some cases, even understand, um, work out whether they want to be a part of that journey. Because the sad fact is, is that when you stand up turn around and go in a different direction, not everybody's going to be able to stay with you, right? Because that, no. that change in direction, that shift in frequency, not everybody can stay in that energy. Sometimes they're going to have to fall away, right? That's right. That's right. And you, you will find that your, your friend network will change. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, just, it's just being open to that and allowing new people in that can support you on your journey. Mm-hmm. Being open, being open. Would you say that um, December, it was December you said that you left the, the property loan, right? Yeah, yeah, mid-December. Would you say that there was an epiphany, aha moment, or there was a gradual shift? Because I spoke with somebody, we did a call yesterday, uh, and, and the interviewee was like, you know, since 2012, they were making a gradual shift away from what they were doing into where they are now. Whereas um, myself, I had the epiphany moment around sort of September, October last year. The resistance mm -hmm. lasted a couple of months. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then the pain of resistance. And then the firm, the firm choice was made in February and, and then I went for it. So Fantastic. I had a shorter journey. Some people I've seen have longer journeys. Would you say you were in between one or the other? Firstly, I'd say well done because you've done it incredibly quickly. <laughs> From epiphany to action within you know, four to six months is awesome. Well done. <laughs> I, I had the, the epiphany of what I was here to do on this earth probably back in 2011 or 12. Mm -hmm. And it was just bubbling away in my mm -hmm. peripheral in the background. And it would, it would, it would surface every so often but mm -hmm. obviously there was this huge pressure to to earn money yeah. in the background yeah you know, after just coming out of a very tough recession yeah of course so 
I had this vision building up over the years and yeah, in the last couple of years, especially it got very, very prominent and loud mm-hmm. in my consciousness. And it's okay. like, come on, come on, we need to take this forward. But mm-hmm. I was never getting the time because I, I was too busy working. And then eventually, eventually the universe transpired against me and started winding things down for yeah, me. I had the same hey, thing. <laughs> yeah. When are you going to listen? <laughs> you know, I can't really take full credit for the, for the turnaround time. So for example, the main, the, the main backbone to my journey, what I do now is my book, Stepping Beyond Intention. Mm-hmm. And the Beyond Intention paradigm, which forms the basis of that actually has been nine months, nine years in development. Okay. So I, st- I came up with the concept and was applying the concept from about nine, 10 years ago. And it was a part, it's been a part of my life. And I've been working on various versions of a book on it. But then I actually realized it's when I started this last period of my life, which forms another book that I'm, I'm writing called The Monk Who Drives a Lamborghini, um, which is just since I, I became very, very dedicated with regular meditation and um, what I call spiritual practice for the sake of description, but really just being in tune with myself and being in tune with the reality of reality in that everything is connected anyway, yeah. and starting to shift my, um, my perspective on things. That's been since sort of last, I'd say back end of 2016, beginning of 2017, the idea settled in, but then May last year was when I was like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. this isn't a tool, this is life. This is what it's really about. And since then, I was like, okay, uh, settling things in, but definitely September was when I had the clear vision Daniel, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Then the cons- the cons- the con- the conspiracy settled <laughs> when I, because like you, the, you know, I, you know, we like to live nicely, um, enjoy some fine things in life, and so on, and and success does breed that and does breed choice. Uh, so you think, okay, do we need a trade off? For me, it was I'm just gonna save this amount of money sort of put this little nest egg aside and then I'm going to go and do my purpose, but I just need sort of this support in place. Right. And that's when the conspiracy was, we're just going to take all of that away from you. So Mm -hmm. we're going to completely rob you of that, um, that uh, safety harness that you planned for yourself so that you have to trust. Uh, And since I've taken the leap back in February, everything has just conspired for me completely. Fantastic. It's been amazing. The, the connections. We just had some really, really great news just yesterday about some events we're going to be doing next year with some tier one people bringing some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful messages to the world. I'm just really excited about life, you know? But you find that, that you just wake up in the morning just with joy now. Well, I think it's just exactly, exactly what you said. The more, the more we follow our purpose every day, the more amazing people show up mm-hmm. and the synchronicities and the spontane- mm-hmm. spontaneity of life just takes mm-hmm. over and the magic happens of course we, we allow that space for the magic to happen rather than trying to constantly drive through the the stress and and, mm. and the pain and the suffering to to reach a, a a fixed outcome or a fixed goal exactly so yeah it, this this is a far far more natural organic and mm-hmm. magical way to live which exactly. yeah, i'm embracing more and more every day Exactly. Because when you roll with nature, I mean, going back to the Dreamers Manifesto, what I talk about in that book, it should be published by the time I post this podcast. It should be, not look out for it. But what we talk about in there is um, going back to 
those natural gut instincts that you have, even as a child, like mm. what were you drawn to? It's like that your dream or your purpose, it's, it's encoded in you. That thing that is going to bring you joy, it's there. You just, need, right. you just need to give your soul, your, your heart, whatever you want to call it, you need to give it that chance to speak to you. Find that quiet space for exactly. it. And it will tell you. You'll see. I mean, so many people, like you said, they're out in the rat race. Oh, I've got to make money. Uh, I've got to have a certain um, prestige or a certain standing in the community or whatever. And they're just not happy. That's why so many people end up going through midlife crises because they spent all of their life dedicating all of their time and energy to putting up this facade and living this false self that doesn't bring them any joy. But the second you let that fall away and just go back to that thing that deep down inside you knew you were here to do anyway. Oh gosh. That's right. That's exactly right, Dan. And to, to do that, we need to give ourselves space. And I think that's the biggest issue these days is we Mm -hmm. don't allow ourselves to have that space for, for contemplation or Mm -hmm. just, you know, quiet walks in nature exactly. Uh, without, without our devices, without our yeah. mobile phones, without yeah. our notifications. Just so unplug. Unplug and yeah. breathe and, and let the intuition come through. Mm-hmm. The intuition needs space and it needs quiet. Exactly. It needs meditation time. Exactly. And then, and then it can come through. And, and on the subject of that, that inner purpose that we have, which yeah, it can be found all the way back in childhood. I found myself, I think it was two or three years ago, trying to think, you know, what did, what did I want to be as a kid? Mm-hmm. And, and for the life of me, I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it came to me, it's like, yeah, I always wanted to be an adventurer. And ever since I remembered that, it's Don't you feel so much better? Unfolded. It's like, yes. It's like, you, it's like that. you unlock that memory and you open the door <laughs> to all of that flooding back in, right? Yeah, and it's crazy because another thing that I've found um, over the journey that I've been on and speaking to other people and just working on, on the book has been that people sometimes can misunderstand how what they wanted to do as a child can relate to actually what they wanted to be. So, for example, mm-hmm. some of the examples I give is sometimes people as a child, they always wanted to play the president or be the boss. It's not that they wanted to necessarily be in politics, it's that they wanted to lead people, right? Mm-hmm. People that always wanted to be doctor, it's not necessarily that they wanted to go into traditional medicine, it's that they wanted to help and give and be of service to people. So I, I always encourage people to take a moment to go back to what it what it was and just to uncover that a little bit, spend some quiet time and just what does it really mean? What feels good? What resonates? Because I'm sure, just like with you, as soon as it, the, the whole thing about an adventurer clicked in, you had a really good feeling in your heart, right? Everything oh, makes sense about being out there and adventure, new experiences, and you just know, don't you, right? Yeah, it's that knowingness and, and remembering that. It really, it really sparked me into life again. It's like, mm. yeah, that's, that's what it was. And I can even I, see the smile on your face as you're going <laughs> back to it. Like, just, it's just beaming. Oh, I used to disappear out my mum and dad's house, you know, at a very young age of, I don't know, six or seven. And mm-hmm. there was a, a river at the bottom of our street. Mm-hmm. And I used to take my three, three, four-year-old brother at the time and we would wade up the river as far as we possibly could and have these amazing adventures like we're wow. going through the Amazon jungle and wow. up, up the Amazon River and, you know, fighting all these Amazon tribes and <laughs> trolls, trolls under the bridges. And yeah, 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 yeah. All this thirst. This, this sort of stuff was going on, this imaginary mm-hmm. world, and it was, it was amazing just mm-hmm. being there 
the pioneer and 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 leading leading the way that was that was a big thing for me love that i love that what would you say has been your number one challenge in bringing your this big adventure of your platform to life i'd i'd say it's been myself to mm. be honest it's been yeah it's been the it's been the ties of the the stories of the past mm. you know I've, I've, I, it took me a while to realize what was holding me back and it was all the, the the stories from the past one of which was you know i need to succeed in this property business yeah <laughs> otherwise i won't be able to succeed in any other business you oh, know, yeah, i have yeah. to make it work i have mm -hmm. to master building a team and, yeah and the art of delegation mm -hmm. and i'm, I'm going to make this work no matter what mm -hmm. and that I, that was a big big story which when i realized what was playing out Mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? I'm not happy doing this, so <laughs> it's okay to just let it go. Awareness is such a powerful, powerful thing, right? Yeah. The second that you're aware of it, like something just, it's like it loses its power. It can no longer keep deceiving you because you can see it for what it is. Exactly. It's story. It's like, ah, I see what you're up to. Uh, uh, <laughs> what was it? Well, they go, aha. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what film it was, but I always do that to people. I always do that to people. I think one of the things that we have always had people feedback to us is, I've been in the way, and the second that I got out of my own way, I was able to just sort of let the joy in because we've yeah. just got this worldview that things have to be. Not to say that there won't be challenges, but challenges only are tough if you view them as tough. You can see them as an adventure, right? Um, That's right. The second that you tap into the knowledge of the power that you have to surmount any or all challenges that come your way, or to go and get help from other people and, and overcome them, you don't necessarily need to do it yourself. It just becomes more of a um, more of a surmountable mountain as opposed to a hopeless hopeless mishmash of situations in your life right yeah definitely I, I i truly see every single challenge as an opportunity for growth mm. and and we we have a choice over that we can we can see a challenge as something that knocks us down and oh my god why does it happen to me mm -hmm. here we go again just when i think i'm getting somewhere bam, I've been hit again by another challenge. It just keeps happening to me. Boo, hoo, hoo. Or we can just say, you know. It's just such a disempowering state, right? When you're in that state of making excuses, <laughs> of blaming other people, you can't do anything yeah. about it. But the second that you take the power back and say, all right, I've got this. Nobody can, I drove me here. I'm the only one that can take me to the next destination. I'm just going to do it. You just have so much more power. Yes, there's more responsibility and with responsibility comes come disability to go and push the blame on, on someone else. But the power to be able to make the difference in your own life, oh, you can't really, I don't think you can put a price tag on that. And for some people, they, they don't want the responsibility of it, but I just don't think it's, mm. you can put a price tag on. Well, one of the biggest lessons I've learned around that, you know, I've been through all, all those states, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, putting anyone down for being in states like that because we've, we've all been there. Exactly, we've all been there. And yeah, the, the biggest, one of the biggest lessons I learned was to actually claim 100% responsibility for yep. where I am, yep. you know, 
what whatever's playing out in my life or my world, I'm responsible yep. for that. Nobody else. <laughs> I'm 100% responsible for my energy as well. Yep. Nobody can affect my energy unless, unless I allow them to. Correct. And as soon as I claimed that, my whole perspective changed. Dude, that is literally step one of the Beyond Intention paradigm is acceptance. And the tenant of that is, I drove me here and only I can drive me to where I want to go next. Awesome. Complete and utter acceptance. The foundation for the entire paradigm is taking complete and utter responsibility, but also taking back the power for where we go next. Literally, it's refreshing to hear someone else coming and saying, your entire outlook on everything changed when you, you found that, that, that basis on which to, to move forward from. Oh, big time. I'd recommend it to everyone to just try and get to that point, you know, whatever you can do and treat every challenge as an opportunity for growth. Exactly. Because we're, we're, we're here to grow. We're here to evolve. We're here yep. to learn. We're not here to be comfortable sitting on a couch at home. Well, you can do, but you're not going to get much joy from that, right? It's like, well, <laughs> I would say to people, if you, if you want to deny that there is anything more for you. You want to work nine to five, go home, have a couple of pints, um, watch EastEnders, and then go to sleep. If that's what floats your boat, fine. But you're missing out on all of this joy that's available to you over here, right? Mm. So. Yeah, why, why sit at home watching other people living their lives on TV when you could be living yours? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's my perspective, and, and there's no judgment. Yeah, it's that. not a judgment. It's just, it's you know, all if that's about your boat, then then go on with it. But again, it's just, I think if people just took a second just to consider for, for a moment that even just for take a day and just consider the joy and, and, and taste it, just, just taste living life on your own terms, full responsibility and going for it. Yeah. Th that day may have challenge after challenge, but if you just shifted your, your focus, your perspective just for a day, I don't think many people would turn back from that day and, and go back to the old way of living, to be honest. Exactly. It reminds me of a fantastic quote that I heard the other day. And yeah, it just it struck such a chord. You know, sh ships are safe in the harbour, but that's not what ships were built to do. Mm. Yeah. And that just that's resonated great. so... I like that one deeply with me you know it's like yeah we can choose to be safe or we can choose to go on an adventure mm. and enjoy the journey exactly exactly i just wanted to take a moment just to come back to the work that you're doing um so that people just get an understand like a, a real grip because we've touched on it we've touched on where it's going but what can people do now to sort of get involved in the movement what uh, if someone's got a charitable cause or a worthy cause or a project how can they plug into the platform um tell us a bit more about it okay well i'll, I'll just give you a bit of a bit of background because sure. what 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 we're trying to do is just open up to the world the the question of how we collectively solve this increasing lack of real human connection that's sweeping the globe mm -hmm. thanks to the amount of time we all spend on devices mm -hmm. i think the the average the average time we spend on our mobile phones a day is probably close to four hours 
I'm probably more than that. That that doesn't include laptops. <laughs> add laptops, TVs into the equation. You're yeah. probably up easily up to eight hours plus. Yes, easily, easily. And then you add all the notifications that ping in all all the time, constantly. Mm-hmm. It's it's no wonder that we're we're not connected anymore. So, at the moment, we're we're really encouraging people who want to get involved in this global movement for change to to just get in touch with us email us through the through the website yeah if you want to be part of the yeah if you want to be part of the team go to give two hours.com that's g-i-v-e the number two and then hours.com and you, you can also register there and you will be added to our database so the plan is to crowdsource worthy causes in every single city in the world so that we can set up a give two hours chapter in every mm-hmm. single city in the world so we create a, a social network of givers who, who want to make a difference in the world so yeah if, if you want to if you want to get involved in helping us build that database just get in touch through the website and you know, give us give us three local worthy causes in your area, and we'll list your city. We're adding the technology over the coming weeks, where you can input input all those details yourselves. Yes, sir. And we're also looking to start a global viral campaign, which is going to be the Give Two Hours Challenge. Okay. Like, like the ice bucket challenge, except we're going to do a hell of a lot more good from yeah. it. So yeah. We're going to. I love it. I love it inspire people to go out with their co-workers, their friends and, and, and families and pick, pick a local cause or you know, create, create something that you want to do yourselves if you want to go out and, on the high street and, and give out as many hugs as you, as you like, for instance, yep. or go clean up the beach or, exactly. or go to the local elderly home and, and you know, take some musicians around mm-hmm. and give them some live music whatever it is, and then posting your images to, to Facebook and social media and then challenging you know, three friends to do the same. Excellent. And I think that's going to be the quickest way for, for us to just create that first step of the habit of opening our perspective to helping others unconditionally without wanting anything in return. I love it. So that's... That's going to be the start of the movement, and eventually we want this network to be so so global that literally if you go into New York, you can say, hey, hey, give to ours community in New York. We're, we're coming over on Friday. Who's around? What are you guys doing? Can mm-hmm. I jump in and you know go help out at the soup kitchen or wherever it is, and then we can go hang out, and, and they might even say, well, Come stay with us, Dan. You know, yeah. you, don't, you don't need a hotel. Come stay yeah. with us. And Just make it a family, right? Yeah, exactly. Build this this global family so that we can break down the 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 gaps between our our cultures and religions, and yeah, get back to being a, a global tribe of of generous people. Mm, I love it. Well, you can count on our support here at Dreamer HQ. We're actually going to put some. I want to put some information on it in the uh, the workbooks for the. For all the workshops that we're doing from 15th of July onwards, because we're doing the next round of workshops um, more formalized and stuff. So we'll, we'll put some information in the workbooks. And also, as we start doing the pop-up, the Dream Incubator pop-ups and also the Dreamer meetups, 
giving a, a, a bit of information on, on the movement so people can, can carry it into their cities. I think between now and January, we're going to about six, six places around the world to deliver workshops. So we'll, Fantastic. we'll carry that with us. Well, we'd love to collaborate as much as we can with you guys. You're yeah, doing well. you're doing some fantastic work. So that's yeah. what it's all about. It's about it's about connection, it's about collaboration, and it's about community. For sure, for sure. Silver, it's been an absolute bl- blinding pleasure talking to you today, my man, and finding out more about what you've been up to. Is there anything you'd like to uh, leave with the listeners before we sign off today? I'd just like to say, perf- well, firstly, thanks for listening, and yeah, just. When, when you go out into the world after listening to this, widen, widen your perspective and, mm. and open up to the opportunities to, to just speak to, speak to a stranger, you know, make, make some connection, mm-hmm. you know, switch, switch your smartphone off for, for an hour and, and go seek some real human connection and help someone pick up their bike or just help someone carry their shopping, just do do something without wanting anything in return and connect with another human being. Love it. Love it. Guys, thank you for listening. Um, join us next week where we're going to have another inspiring guest. It's been a pleasure sharing time with Silver today. Um, do tune in to the motivational session with Jade Stoner from Success Boutique on Thursdays and the Q&A session with myself and Emily also every Friday. Thanks again. Tune in again next week and keep dreaming with your eyes open. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.